Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, where we will bring you some of the most interesting interviews and features from the world of tech. Visit irishtechnews.ie and check out our podcast section to explore all of our previous episodes. You can subscribe to our podcast using whatever your favourite app or service is by visiting anchor.fm forward slash irish-tech-news. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. This is your host, Jamil Hassan, the crypto hipster, where I bring you the crypto corner, where I interview founders, thought leaders, entrepreneurs, executives, musicians, artists, anybody who's anybody in blockchain and crypto globally. And um, today I have an amazing, amazing guest. Um, His name is William G. He is the founder and CEO of Hamilton Investment Management. William, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Very welcome. Uh, to kick things off, let me ask you my starter question that I ask most people is this, what is your background and is it a logical background for what you're doing now? Um, yes, I mean, uh, I, I was an investment banker for um, 27 years and uh, I was actually um, chairman of Macquarie Bank for China. Uh, in the past, look after the investments and uh, the equity capital markets for, for, for Macquarie Bank. And uh, and six years ago, I, I left and uh, set up the fund myself. And I'm very lucky that I have very good investors supporting me, um, including sovereign funds. And so I've been doing investments since then. And uh, um, of course, like, you know, uh, uh, Hamilton right now, we are very active in uh, in investing in different, um, you know, fintech companies, um, financial companies, technology companies. And uh, so, yeah, it's uh, kind of a very natural, a logical, uh, for me to do what I'm doing right now. So your your primary focus as the founder and CEO is to is the portfolio manager. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we 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 have um, you know two um, different um, scopes. Uh, basically, we have uh, private equity funds where we invest into good companies, um, as I mentioned, like a fintech companies, and we have also a, uh, a algorithm fund. And basically, we trade um, different cryptos as well. So uh, it's two separate, uh, but also related. It's kind of fintech related, and uh, and also uh, we like uh, blockchain technologies as well. So it's a kind of a lot of uh, either the company or, or the cryptocurrencies. And what would you say your your allocation of fintech, traditional fintech versus crypto, blockchain companies is? Yes, uh, we're actually um, it's kind of uh, half half. You know, we we have uh, you know a, a lot of the investments into good companies, blockchain related, fintech companies is kind of private equity related. We we also invest into um, crypto banks. Uh, for example, we're one of the um, investors in Sydney uh, Bank, one of the two only crypto banks in Switzerland, and um, um, and also the the other is kind of trading funds that was quite active in. Uh, Trading crypto as well. Got it. Very cool. Okay. Um, so let's start off by talking about like right now you you sit in the UK, right? You're actually physically in the UK. Well, um, I, I travel a lot, and uh, I'm a, like a, because of pandemic, uh, you know, uh, it's just kind of a less. But uh, I used to travel a lot. Um, you know, in the past, I I just. Uh, uh, spent a lot of time in Middle East, uh, and in US, you know, uh, uh, in, you know, and, and with the China and and the UK as well. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, 
um, I want to talk about there's 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 mounting pre like I asked, I bring up the UK because there's been mounting pressure and you see this in the US I'm in the US but there's been mounting pressure to comply with HMRC crypto tax you know requirements you know there what is I just wanted to get first off to get your your take on that. Well, I think the uh, the whole development of the um, uh, cryptocurrencies is actually that will be more and more regulated, and um, not just on the uh, AML, you know, KYC onboarding part. It's also on the tax part as well. I think uh, uh, when when cryptocurrencies become more and more popular among the people, among the public, I think um, tax is definitely a key consideration, and uh, I, I support the. Um, you know the that uh, the tax authority should should uh, do something. Uh, make sure that you know the cryptocurrency is not uh, a way of evading tax. And that's been a historical narrative, at least here, with a uh, with you know some representatives and you know senators saying that you know crypto is for criminals, you know drug dealers and tax evaders. And what would you want to say to them to dispel that myth? Well, I think um, several years ago, I mean, the, the, when, when we talk about crypto, everyone's talking about that. Like, okay, this is a kind of uh, uh, trace in the dark web and, you know, uh, kind of uh, tax evasion, things like that. But right now, um, crypto is getting more and more popular. I mean, you know, all, all the big banks, right? Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, Bank of America, and also the payment apps, um, you know, so they're, they're all using the crypto right now. So. So it's it's not whether um, uh, you know crypto is good or not. Uh, it's basically uh, it is coming. I mean, no one can actually stop it, right? So uh, in the past, you see a lot of governments or uh, regulators they don't welcome crypto. Um, they they're trying to probably stop it. But right now, they know that okay, they're not going to stop it. So why don't we actually regulate it? Make it make make sure that it's it's uh, well regulated. You know, everyone can use it. So I think this is a trend right now. So um, uh, and um, yes, in the past, uh, uh, there 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 were um, you know uh, tax evasions, there were you know illegal tradings as well. But right now, um, that's why I support the uh, the strong you know regulations on on this part, um, and uh, so that you know it can be actually used by everyone in the world. I think this is this is a trend right now. So um, that's why a lot of governments they are thinking to issue their digital. A central bank digital currency as well. They want to issue their own currencies, right? So, so in a way, they they also confirm that you know crypto is, is a trend, right? So I think this is this is uh, this is this is going, and uh, but of course on the other hand, uh, I think um, the regulators should adopt the new um, concept, new rules uh, to regulate the um, the uh, the cryptocurrencies. Uh, I think what I'm seeing right now is a lot of regulators they are using the still the old banking rules, the banking regulations. To try to regulate uh, crypto, and this is not the right way. So let's talk about that regulation. Um, depending where you live, the, the regulation is a lot different. And I know you, 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 before the pandemic, you're traveling around, and you have a very good business sense globally. And you know, spent time in Hong Kong and the Middle East. And I just wanted to get your your feel on. The global regulatory landscape, and where what similarities you're seeing, and what different and what divergencies you're seeing. Well, um, right now, actually, uh, th this is actually the the difficulties for um, for for cryptocurrencies, right? Because different countries have different jurisdictions, 
and it actually the difference is, is quite big of course i you know they're, they're trying to um um getting closer and closer i mean uh for something is for sure I mean, all the countries they are probably similar um you know anti-money laundering regulations and you know they follow the, the similar uh, rules in, in that sense uh, but some countries, for example, they uh, they treat cryptocurrencies as as, as a securities, and while others not. And uh, like in US, for example, I mean, uh, obviously Bitcoin is not treated as securities, but but most of the other you know uh, coins issued by any any uh, companies is would be treated as a securities, right? But in other countries, it's not the case. So it's it's actually so uh, it's just a bit confusing what exactly is securities. What is it, what exactly what tokens are regulated? I mean, there, there are some uh, people, even they, there are some crypto lawyers who are saying that basically cryptos, um, you know, it's, it's not regulated. I mean, no, no, no regulations to regulate cryptos. So it's a very confusing in different countries. So, so this is a difficult part. So if, 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 if crypto is actually very international, right? I mean, I guess uh, it, it, this is actually the importance of crypto, right? It's transfer very easily, you know, no border. But uh, uh, but if that's the case, and the different countries have different regulations, I mean, what is it? So so you are uh, utility coin in one country, and it becomes securities in another country. So what does it mean uh, for 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 the users? It's very confusing. So that's why I mean that that should be a unified um, rule, um, of course, like uh, at least a unified uh, thinking of what what the cryptocurrencies, right? So so I mean, what it should be a very clear rules. I mean, it, it can be very strict. Doesn't really matter I mean, as long as it's clear, right? But right now, it's actually, actually not clear, and uh, you know, uh, no one actually can can say very clearly, uh, you know, uh, how, how to define it. And then the and not just the cryptocurrencies, like I was talking about the cryptocurrency, but also the usage. For example, the the use use of the cryptocurrencies for payments, for example. So whether it falls into a, a you know a payment regulations, which is another license, right? So so it's a very confusing right now. So some people, some countries that they, they don't have any, uh, you know, uh, um, some countries their payment their payment laws uh, exclude the cryptos. So crypto is not part of the payment regulations. But some countries right now they're changing. They want to adopt the crypto as part of the payment regulations, right? And then again, same thing, right? In one countries, you you make the you make the payment and it's 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 you know it's no regulations. And in another country, there's a you know very strict regulations. So it's uh, very confusing uh, for a lot of the users. So you mentioned something before. You said it. You said CBDC, centralized uh, bank currencies, right? Do you think that they would aid or uh, or not aid in the confusion? Well, um, I, I guess the uh, the central government realized that uh, uh, you know this is a trend. Right. And, and then uh, uh, but, but on the other hand, I think, um, uh, for example, you know, China is probably the first country that, you know, that they, they want to uh, push for the central bank digital, digital currency. Right. And uh, they, they got some, you know, tests in, in, in some provinces as well. And the response is not um, not exceptionally good, put it this way. Um, and one of the reasons actually um, for, for government issued, you know, central bank digital currency is actually another form of, 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 of currency. Right, it's a bit like a digital currency issued by by the government. Instead of uh, issuing the notes, it becomes a, a it becomes a you know a, a digital digitalized, right? So, um, and and um, and people are actually um, concerned that you know uh, 
the um, well, one of the reasons why the cryptocurrencies are very popular is that uh, you know a lot of countries have been printing money, um, you know, for like for for the past um, 20, 20, 22 months. Basically, you know, the the eighty uh, percent of the of the like in US, eighty percent of the uh, currency in circulation is actually printed for the past twenty two months, right? What, what does that mean? So, so there will be huge inflation coming, and and so that's why the people are going to the cryptocurrencies. For example, Bitcoin, there's a limited supply, you know, 21 million, and then you know, so so people, this is the, the reason for, for, for people going to the cryptocurrency. And if, if a central bank issues the cryptocurrency, what does it mean? Is that does it mean that you know they can print uh, whatever amount they want? And if, if that's the case, it destroys the purpose of having the uh, the digital currency then. They printed a lot of money in the US the last couple of years, so um you know, so as, as far as CBDC, you know, as far as Bitcoin, you know, I'd like to get your thoughts on El Salvador's adoption of Bitcoin um, as legal tender. You know, instead of a CBDC, they they, they adopted Bitcoin. Um, why do you feel this is an exception, though, and not the model for the future? Well, um, uh, first of all, El Salvador is a very, um, uh, you know, special uh, special countries. I mean, they rely a lot on the um, remittance from 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 the uh, from the outsiders to to the country. So, and and the the, the problem for adopt using the Bitcoin um, as a legal tender, basically, the, the country has no control on, on on your own currency. So, so this is this is actually you know uh, uh, is, is a very uh, is a very exceptional case. I mean, like any country would like to have uh, you know the control on the demand supply of of, of the of the, of their own currency. Right, and, and if you use a Bitcoin, especially Bitcoin is very volatile. I mean, it can drop so fifty percent. Right, it, 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 I mean, it would have serious impact to the economy as well. So, so I see this as a, actually, uh, you know, a, a exception. You know, a, can't, I can't see um, many countries using Bitcoin, for example, as a legal tender because it's, it's not a stable. And what, one of the key, um, you know, uh, definition for for currency is actually stability. I mean, like, the Bitcoin is not stable. Like, uh, the, it, it's actually people use Bitcoin as a, as a kind of investments or store of value. Um, it, I mean, it can't be a, a, a you know a national currency for a country. All right. So El Salvador has done it. Tonga is is um, record you know recording is considering Bitcoin legal tender by the end of this year, and Arizona just passed a law in the u.s um so is bitcoin you know the new gold rush or you know um why is it why would it act any differently than, than the cbdc but you know just with, with tremendous upside and, and potential um instead of just a flat fiat you know what why wouldn't it be adopted well um uh, again, like uh, um, of course, um, whether Bitcoin is a, is a gold rush, um, in a way, um, yes. I mean, like uh, in the in the past, um, when when uh, when a country um, you know, print any uh, issue any new no uh, currencies, right? Looks it's supported by the gold, but that uh, but the gold standard scratched right long time ago, and and after that, basically, you know, you, uh, any country can print any money, like uh, you know, we find any any real real support. It's at the end of the day, it's the confidence. It's, it's the people's confidence on the country that you know that you know the 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 the, the paper the paper notes worth something, right? So 
So um, why Bitcoins were so popular? Because right now people are getting more and more confidence. I mean, on, on, on Bitcoins because it's widely accepted and it's a limited supply. I mean, limited supply is a bit like gold, right? In, in a way. So so it's widely support, uh, so, uh, you know, supported by by a vast you know number of people. So so that's why it, you, you see actually some similarities, you know, of, of, of Bitcoin. But of course, uh, there there are uh, there are issues for Bitcoin as well, as I just mentioned. I mean, if it, it, it becomes a legal tender, besides the volatility of, of, of the price, and there are some other issues. For example, 0.5% of the address, you know, um, having Bitcoin actually controls 85% of, of the Bitcoin. So, so it's a highly concentrated as well. So, I mean, like uh, you, you don't you don't want your national currency or legal tender to be highly concentrated in 0.5% uh, of the of all the addresses, right? So, so this is actually um, and uh, uh, alarming as well. You know, so, so people don't actually pay attention to 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 this fact because it's a because it's very popular, and and then everyone sees the price going up and up, right? So, so people basically don't actually pay attention, you know, it doesn't really matter. I mean, I, I'm not the last one, uh, right? I mean, uh, there, there are some investment banks are predicting Bitcoin's price will go up uh, above 100,000, right? So so as long as keep on going up, no one care, right? Yeah, uh, but, but, I, but, but I see the, um, I see the risk um, uh, in Bitcoin, especially um, as a legal tender, definitely. Got it, I understand. You said, you said price go up and up and up. It makes me think of a new another hot topic right now where the price is just doing that, and it's the NFT craze, right? Um, and you're a trader. I don't know if you if you trade NFTs or or what, but what are your thoughts? Is are the NFTs the real tulip mania? So oh, um, of course, like uh, uh, March uh, last year, and um, uh, you know uh, there is a. Uh, um, auction uh by christie's like um uh the the nft was sold for 69 million us uh you know uh by the offer um you know people and uh of course like uh nft market is uh, is very hot and i think uh the price are going up and up and uh i think the market will continue to to be very hot uh but on the other hand i i i do see um you know there are some bubbles uh in, in the nft market so you have to distinguish which is good, which is not good, right? Uh, the the people um, auction is actually a very special one. I mean, they they, they got about five thousand um, pictures in in that uh, in that uh, in that NFT, right? Uh, uh, and and it takes years, you know, to to build that as well. So so I mean, at the end of the day, um, people needs to uh, distinguish what what is exactly the value and what what is the uniqueness, uh, rather than just follow the trend, you know, keep on, you know buying and the price keep on increasing so that again i see i see a significant risk in the market uh but for real um you know valuable and uh, um you know uh with, with nft with real value i still see the market is going yeah great so i just found it interesting that you know some of these board apes i look at some of the bidding action and the start is two eth and then it jumps to like you know three ETH, and then twenty-five ETH, and then twenty-six ETH, and then the next bid is eighty ETH, and then one hundred ten ETH. That and to yeah. me doesn't doesn't seem like normal bidding activity. <laughs> what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, I mean, and, and the market is a, a bit like um, uh, the art market, uh, you know, uh, at the early stage. And basically, there are there are people also um, uh, playing around as well. And uh, so, um, it, 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 in, in the old days, right, uh, for 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 to make um, to make artists famous is easy, right? So basically, you got a group of friends, and you keep on, you know, buying, auctioning um, some arts, you know, at, at a very high price. And then, as long as there is a run transaction, I mean, the, the artist becomes that um, at, a, at a certain price, or right? whatever he produced, it, it would be a very high price, right? So, I mean, I, I see I see similar trends in the NFT market as well. So, uh, so that's why you have to distinguish which is real, which is uh, which is the um, the overvalued one. Got it. So, I want to ask about this because I've had one guest come on um in my show in my history of my show from hong kong and you um have done some create you actually created the hong kong people association so i wanted to find out first of all what that's all about how's how it's going and then get a lay of the land of what the current state is in hong kong today Yes, and and the Hong Kong People Association is uh, is a pure charity. Um, I, I I you know came from Hong Kong, and uh, I'm I'm lucky that uh, you know I, I I've been uh, 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 traveling a lot, and I know uh, UK very well, and I think uh, uh, I just want to help the the Hong Kong people. I mean, uh, up up to now, I, I still receive a lot of uh, messages from from uh, uh, my friends and you know friends of friends in, in Hong Kong. Um, they 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 want to come to UK, right? But they don't they don't know um, you know uh, how to find a job. They don't know the tax system, the medical system, things like that. So I um, you know that's why I set up this charity just to help people in Hong Kong. If they if they decided to stay in Hong Kong, that's fine, right? This is their choice. But if they decided to come to Hong Kong, I just want to tell them that you don't need to concern about like finding a job. You know, a lot of them they have a very good um, you know jobs in, in in Hong Kong, right? So they they're very concerned. Coming to to UK, they, they can't find a job, you know, uh, and the whole tax system, medical system. I just want to tell them that uh, no, no, no worry. You know, UK is a, is is a huge country. It's an ample opportunities. I mean, actually, uh, my company hired more than thirty um, people from Hong Kong. So, so they're just coming from Hong Kong uh, with the BNO visa. They just came here in in a year, right? So and and everyone's very happy and. Uh, and actually, I know a lot of uh, Hong Kongers, like uh, in, in working in other organizations. That uh, before they come, they're very concerned. But once once they come, I mean, it, it, it's it quite easy for them to find a job because it's a huge market. And Hong Kong people are very professional. You know, you know, Hong Kong used to be, uh, you know, the top three financial um, center in the world. So everyone is very professional, very hardworking. And uh, so I just want to tell them that no need to be to concern. So I create a, a website. Um, you know the uh, hkpeople.org, and basically just tell them that uh, uh, all the information is there. You know, uh, you know, uh, and we we have also seminars, like I, I have a recruitment seminar. Like all of them are free of charge. It's a charity, right? So so anyone can attend, like a, a recruitment seminar. We have the best recruiters to to give a, a speech on how to find jobs in UK. And we have a tax seminar talking about you know the, the tax planning, uh, the tax system in UK, things like that. Just want to. Uh, give them sufficient information so that they don't need to worry about that. What you're saying is there is somewhat of an exodus um, from Hong Kong. It's no longer the top, the top financial center. I mean, uh, the, the reality is actually it changed. 
right? I mean, whether you deny or not, right? It, it's a significant change, right? And uh, uh, people, some people will say that okay, that's fine. I, mean, I, 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 you know, I will adapt to the change. That's fine. This is your choice, right? But some people don't don't think that way. I mean, some people think that you know, I, I, I may want my next generation with a different education and things like that. So they decided to go. Um, and and the organization is actually to help them to settle down here and also help the British, you know, the UK people understand uh, the Hong Kong people as well, so that you know they can settle down easily and uh, so that they can actually contribute to the UK society as well. That sounds good. Um, so uh, one one last question, um, and because it's because we talked about CBDCs, we talked about trading. Um, you know, and, and talk about you know some options, awesome. You know, as a trader, um, you know, how could you? I'm, I'm I'm assuming, and I might be wrong here. You you correct me, that when you do the trades, you're turning you know crypto into into tether or some other stable coin, um, before you turn it into its next crypto, um, as an intermediary to avoid fees. Um, how would the establishment of a CBDC in place of a tether um, or USDC um, impact, uh, you know, the options or, or crypto trading uh, platform business. Well, I, I think uh, of course, uh, again, as I mentioned, like uh, as, as you know, uh, you know, central bank digital currencies are actually offered by by central bank by you know by by the country, so um, uh, people will obviously have a more confidence. On, on 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 this uh, compared with other stable coins, I think this is this is the fact, and uh, I think the 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 issue is actually um, whether um, this currency destroyed the original purpose of of having the uh, the, the uh, cryptocurrencies. So I think that, I mean, this is uh, this is a very important topic to discuss. And um, uh, I think as, as an investment fund, by the way, you know, um, you know, we, we have the Elko fund, so everything is traded by computers, you know, and uh, uh, and I think the 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 uh, in terms of the investment fund, I think what, uh, of course they they would they would you know balance all, all the factors, including the um, the um, sovereignty, right? So if if a, if a digital currency is offered by sovereign sovereign you know country, of course, there's more confidence. This is natural. Makes sense. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Um, so I want to thank you very much uh, for your time today. This has been a great conversation. I do have one final question for you, and it's probably an easiest one. Uh, it's it's this. How can people find out more information about you, about your company, um, about Hamilton? How can they do all that? Um, you know, uh, we have a website, and uh, of course, uh, you know, uh, it's, it's uh, uh, Hamilton um dash i m stand for investment management .com. so uh it's, it's easy and of course uh for those who want to um learn more about the uh, you know the, uh, the hong kong you know people association you can go to um hkpeople.org um again like uh, there are a lot of information that was there thank you very much for your time today thank you thank you thank you very much Thank you for listening to the latest Irish Tech News podcast. Check back every day for the latest episode. You can follow us on 
Twitter at Irish underscore tech news. On Facebook, facebook.com forward slash Irish tech news. On LinkedIn, linkedin.com forward slash company forward slash Irish dash tech dash news. On Instagram, instagram.com forward slash Irish tech news dot IE. And on TikTok, tiktok.com forward slash at Irish tech news.